0: gentlemen
1: i think this voice is starting
2: he had a gift sing songs write songs that's all i want to do his father had a plan god set you apart
3: son you're going into the ministry i don't hear
4: this call daddy wants me to hear
2: his family had a secret you're about as close to the real thing as i've ever seen it's time to tell him the truth He has a right to know who he is. But only God knew his destiny.
3: Just want to work some of my songs. Nobody wants to hear your songs. You're a pretender, buddy. You are nothing.
0: The love of God seeks us in every situation. If He is in your
2: dreams, nothing can stand against Him. Starring Seth Green, Ashley Judd, Blake Rain, and Ray Liotta. The Identical. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theater September 5th. See the trailer at TheIdenticalMovie.com. The
3: Musclehead Revolution.
4: It's the Kevin McCullough Show, and we're grateful that you're with us uh, every single day. But coming up in the next few minutes, I want to talk with you. About something that the president said today as he addressed the nation. Now, I did not, uh, I'm not going to make you uh, endure his speech a second time. It was all I could do to get through it the first time. But he brought up some points that we need to address. And we're going to do it right now as we obliterate confusion, amplify truth, and pursue clarity. Stay with us on The Kevin McCullough Show. The
3: Muzzlehead Revolution. Yeah. And I went up in
2: flames Could have been the death of me
4: Revolution.
2: Kevin, I like you. Musclehead is
4: better than bonehead. With me tonight is Kevin McCullough. With us now syndicated columnist, Kevin McCullough. Joining us now, Kevin McCullough, who blogs at townhall.com. They found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. A musclehead revolution. Overturning liberalism with common sense thinking. Calling
2: on listeners from across the country to fight back. You are like a man. You take the wealth. You musclehead. musclehead revolution.
3: what you make me.
4: Kevin McCullough is my name, 888-589-8840, 888 The president just uh, got done speaking. In an address to the, uh, uh, to the American Legion, uh, he uh, brought up uh, issues related to the uh, Veterans uh, Affairs uh, issue that has been so uh, hotly contested this year. He also brought up issues related to our fight against terrorism and uh, a number of other things. And i got to say, um, I don't get paid nearly enough to do this job uh, because I sat and had him on in the studio here as I was prepping. And I got to tell you, it, it, um, uh, oh, it was excruciating. Uh, it had to be, for, for him to be the great communicator, this had to be the most tepid, um, lack of passion, uh, uh, paltry, uh, lame speech I've ever seen a president give. It was just terrible. And I sat through every word of it, and I feel like I grew less smart by the time it was done. Uh, anyway, uh, glad you're with us. Uh, 888-589-8840. The, the one thing that did kind of get my attention and was something that I wanted to uh, to discuss is that when he was talking about the current threats related to the uh, matters of the terrorists that are in the uh, world, operating in the world today, uh he went on a series of things about what we are not going to do. He said, for example, uh, uh, ISIL, he still calls them ISIL. They're not called ISIL anymore. Nobody calls them ISIL anymore. Nobody called them ISIL about two weeks after they invaded Iraq. They were then ISIS. And and then they changed their name to the Islamic State. Someone, please, in the president's speech writing uh, department, Update his copy. This is what I'm talking about. It was bad. It it was it was one of the most awful, uninspiring, tepid, uh, lukewarm, nothingness speeches I've ever heard. And again, from the great communicator, I thought this was uh, ugh, man. So anyway, uh, he says he says regarding ISIL in the Middle East that uh, we are going to. Uh, continue in strategic ways, you know. And we need to do airstrikes. We'll do that. What, whatever that, whatever the strategy is, that whatever the strate- the strategic uh, necessities are, that uh, we need to follow. That, that's what we will do. And then he said, "But we will not get into an intrac- a long uh, intractable uh, war on the ground." Blah 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 blah. And. I don't maybe I'm just completely goofy this way. You can help tell me if I am at 888-589-8840. But if you get on the uh, TV and you say to the enemy uh that we are not going to uh do the very thing that they are the most afraid of. Uh, does that give them any reason to fear whatever else our reaction is and here's what i'm not saying and i feel like i've i've stepped into another universe because i keep having to explain myself these i state here's what i'm not saying and then this is what i am saying but what i am not saying is i'm not saying that he has to say we're going to get into a long intractable ground war in iraq But why do you say you're not? You can fully say in your own head, a very hot place will become very cold before I uh, send troops into another ground war in Iraq. You, you, You can think that. You can hold it in your heart. You can write it on little pieces of paper and give it to people that are sitting in the same circle as you. You can write it on the back of your golf card. Whatever you want to do. But why do you say it to the terrorists? That's what I don't understand. Shouldn't these people be the least little bit afraid of what we, the Americans, might do to them? Don't you give up a huge piece of strategy if you go, well, this is the one thing I'm not going to do. Ka-ching. Cross that off the list. All right, Mabel, what's next? I, I don't understand this. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. So he says, the one thing we will not do, announcing to the world, listen carefully, we will not fight ISIS on the ground. So if I'm them today, I'm thinking, oh, you know, he's not really that serious about trying to defeat us. Yeah, he's going to fly his little drones over, try to drop some firecrackers on us from up above, and maybe maybe he'll get some of them. But it seems to me like you give away a, a huge piece of strategy and advantage to come out and say blah, blah, blah. One other observation about what has to go down in history as the most awful, dullest speech of maybe the history of giving speeches. Um, He also said that in such and such days uh, we will end the war in Afghanistan. We will have ended the war. He, he, He does this a lot. I don't know if you've noticed, but he does this a lot and it's really starting to annoy me. He says we're going to end that as if the war can just be ended by us merely picking our ball up and going home with it, like you end the uh, the uh, pickup uh, baseball game down in the down in the meadow. Uh, well, I'm taking my bat and ball and I'm going home, and that just ends. I, I see. I don't think it works that way. I think that the other side goes, uh, "No, we're not done with you yet." The one thing I've never heard this president talk about, never, 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 even in that uh, clip of uh, where he takes credit for ending the war in Iraq, he never says we won. He never says we defeated the enemy. He never says that we uh, achieved our objectives. He just says he ended it. Is that a problem? When you have a group like the Islamic State that are willing to go to the uh, inhumane realms that they're willing to go to. Uh, Isn't that an evil that needs to be defeated? Am I just swatting at gnats here? I don't want to be. I really don't. 888-589-8840. See, before the world's dullest speech... That had the, the most tepid response of any dull speech. I'm telling you, to, to be a cultural observer in this day and age, I don't get paid nearly enough to do that. I don't, because literally, I wanted to put a pencil through my temple before it was done. Now, I don't advise that, kids. It's bad. But I, it, it was just that grotesquely boring. Except for these two things that he said that then stood out to me. I'm going, why are we saying that? Why are we telling the enemy exactly what we're not going to do so they can have great success in planning whatever they know that we will do? Because we won't do that. Okay. Eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. Now, before that came around, this uh, story hit my uh, attention yesterday afternoon, and I was I was actually feeling good about this. Um, elite British and U.S. forces are forming what they call a hunter-killer unit called Task Force Black, and it has one operational order to smash the Islamic State. They are undercover warriors, and they will, claim, they will aim to uh, knock out command structure of the Islamist terror group, uh, and it's going to combine uh, the SAS and the U.K. spy agencies to work with the CIA and Delta Force and SEAL Team 6 in America, uh, our guys, and it's, it, they're, they're kind of reinventing the task force black that helped defeat uh, al-Qaeda terrorists in, in Iraq earlier. So they're going to be on the ground. They're going to be going after the, They're going to be doing missions like, you know, in the dead of night, flying up in silent helicopters, getting out like we did with bin Laden, where they go in and they knock out these guys in the middle of their sleep. And we, we won't know about it. And we shouldn't know about it. I don't want to know about it. But I heard about this and I'm like, yes, finally, we're going to go get the back. This is good. This is good for the world. This is good for the Middle East. This is great for Iraq. And then he gets up there today, well, we're not going to do this, and we're not going to do that. And let me be clear, we're going to do this, and we're not going to do that, and then we're going to do some more of that, and we're not going to do this. Where if you're the enemy, you just go, oh, okay, well, uh, I'll figure out what your strategy is. 888-589-8840. I'm not trying to be unnecessarily hard on the guy. I just don't know why he gives up his his, his strategy. I don't know why he gives up the advantage. You have an advantage. The advantage is you don't have to tell everything that you know. You can make them think that they may go meet Allah at any minute if they continue in this route of bad behavior. Kevin McKellar, coming right back. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough, and I've got to tell you a true life uh, story that happened to me over the weekend. Uh, the lovely bride and I were entertaining, and we had some uh, friends over. They have little ankle biters that are about the same age as mine, and they were running around in the backyard, and we were barbecuing some hot dogs and having some, just having a relaxing afternoon. And Amy, the bride of uh, the other couple, turns to me and she says, Hey, uh, my mom's been listening to you uh, on the radio, and she's been uh, telling me all about this my pillow thing. What, what is that all about? Said, in fact, my mom sent me on a mission to come over to your house today and get the real scoop. Do you have my pillows on your on your bed right now? And I said, you want to go see? Uh, we didn't end up uh, showing her because we didn't have to. She had never heard my story, so I, I told Amy, as I've told you here on the uh, broadcast, that a number of weeks ago I got my first pillow from My Pillow. Now, Mike Lindell, the creator of My Pillow. Uh, had, out of a personal sleep deficit in his own life, spent once, when he was 16 years of age, his entire paycheck buying the most expensive pillow that he could find. And he found the same beef with that pillow as he had found with every pillow in his life up to that point. They go flat, and they don't support your neck properly for you to get the right amount of sleep each night. Now, when I got my first My Pillow 12 weeks ago, I was a skeptic. I said, I don't think this is going to work. This doesn't seem to be all that fancy. And I took it out of the packaging, and I put it on my bed, and I let it uh, fluff up. And I came back about two hours later, and as it was sitting there ready for me to go to sleep, it held, cradled my neck in exactly the right support. And that night, for the first night in months, I got REM cycle sleep. I had deep, deep dreams. And I have had that every night since for the last 12 weeks. Friends, I so believe... In what this pillow does in my life, I went out and got one for my bride. We're going to give some for Christmas presents. I so believe in the value of this pillow and what it will do to your sleep. I even asked my pillow, look, if we get them to buy one, will you give them one for free? And they said they would. So get a pen. Here's your phone number. If you need better sleep, start with your pillow because that's probably where it needs to be cured. 1-800-506-2641. 1-800-506-2641. 1-800-506-2641, one eight hundred five zero six two six four one and use the promo code KMC for Kevin McCullough. That's Kevin Mary Charlie KMC KMC promo code and when you call eight hundred five zero six two six four one or you can just order online. That's much easier for a lot of people. Mypillow.com and on checkout use promo code KMC. But I will tell you they warranty the pillow for ten years. Who warranties anything for 10 years anymore? They'll give your money back, no questions asked, 60 days uh, from uh, the moment you get it. Come on, try getting better sleep than you've ever had in your life. MyPillow.com, promo code KMC. We will never experience anything like this again in our lives.
2: One, two, three, four. One team had the longest winning streak in sports history. Twelve years, 151 games in a row. Inspired by the extraordinary true story of De La Salle High School. We were
5: never just about winning. We were built on families and our town coming together. Until The longest winning streak in sports history is now over.
2: But when you lose more than a game. Danny! 911! How do you find your way back? People always ask
5: me what it's like to never lose today i am lost because it's not about winning we got caught up in the hype the glory and the relentless pressure that's not who we are it's about
2: growing up
4: don't let a game define who you are let the way you live your lives do that
2: it's about standing tall when the game stands tall a film about faith family and football starring jen caviezel in theaters August 22nd, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Go to StandTallResources.com. When
3: Kevin McCullough, uh, 888-589.
4: 8840 888 589 8840. Always glad to have your input on this. Uh, today, the president speaking to the American Legion uh, talked about veterans' issues, but he also talked about current action that he's planning on taking in Iraq and dealing with uh, the people that he called ISIL. Nobody calls that anymore. Uh, they're called the Islamic State now, and that's the second name they've had since they were ISIL. Uh, but all that to say, uh, he, he said, you know, we're, we're going to fly missions and we're going to drop bombs to try to protect American personnel that are there. He said, but we will not, we will not, under any circumstances, we will not uh, be be getting ourselves into a ground war in Iraq. And I don't have a problem with him having a strategy that says, I don't like ground wars, I don't want to do ground wars, ground wars are bad, let's not do ground wars. I don't have a problem with, uh, with him going there. In fact, I'm okay with that. Um, what i what i question what bothers me is that we have the idea that saying what our exact strategy is is somehow a good thing and that i don't know about for sure uh 8885898840 is my number 8885898840 i want to talk to you i want to know what you think uh, let's go right back to the phones. Uh, let's go to Roger, who's calling from Arkansas. Roger, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you.
1: Hey, Kevin, how you doing, buddy? You got a good show there. Uh, Thank you're you. Not cra- you're not crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, if, uh, if Obama is a product of Harvard, may my children or grandchildren never go there. When I was in high school, I had a speech teacher, and she said anybody that said uh or um more than two times in the presentation is, is has a lack of knowledge um and and if you can't read a teleprompter i mean man where'd this dude come from uh I, I just don't i don't get it because uh i mean that's the basic things and obviously he missed that but uh getting to the uh you touched on several things one thing you know the the weapons of mass destruction in iraq y'all had on one of your programs a. Uh, a, a Christian, great guy. He was a one of one of the top commanders in Saddam Hussein's army. But, you know, I've never heard anybody, I've always heard them say, well, there were no weapons of mass destruction or chemical weapons. But, you know, it took them, what, 10 years to find Saddam. And there's a lot of uh, Egyptian tombs over there they still haven't found. So, but has anybody ever asked a guy like this, general who was a Christian born again he was on all sh- not your show but somebody on a f r the other day very nice guy I bet you he would simply tell you yes or no but but uh you know there's just so many things lacking i don't uh we have we had so many black men that would have been fantastic presidents and uh it's a shame history's gonna have to be written like it is but it it will be written like it is, and you know I feel sorry for those guys because there's some there's some fantastic guys that that have forgot more than I, I don't bomb. feel
4: sorry for him. Uh, look, it's it's a brave, courageous thing to step into the uh, to step into the arena. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I'm praying hard for uh, our country as we're seeking to make uh, the n- the next decision coming up. In fact, I I got pelted by people with questions before I went on the air today uh, in the hallways here at Broadway and Wall Street, and uh, they were saying, "Who do you think? Who do you think? Who do you think?" And everybody's all excited about Dr. Ben Carson right now, and I understand, uh, but I, I don't – look, he's not going to be the president. He, he can run. He can make a great speech. He's, he's not going to be the president. He doesn't have any um, corporate leadership experience. Right? Like, I don't I don't know if he's ever run anything, and, and one of the things that I'm going to vote on is competency in uh, being able to run something. Uh, this president had never run anything, and it's pretty obvious uh, he, he – could have used some of that experience, uh, being in office. So I don't know. I don't know exactly who is going to be. I know who I'd like it to be. I know who I think it'll be. And I'm not going public with that stuff yet. Um, the last time I did go public with a pick, I was right, and I I don't <laughs> I, I don't want to uh, I don't want to repeat the same issue that I had the last time. I, I predicted that President Obama would be elected, and I was like two years before. Anybody had really taken him serious. I predicted that in early 2006, and nobody believed me. Got uh, made fun of by, you know, Rush Limbaugh and some of these other guys. Uh, turned out I was right, and I was right for five of the six reasons that I cited. Um, for some of those same reasons, I do think I'm going to be right in 2016, and when I get closer, I'll tell you who I think it's going to be. Uh, but so far, nothing's changed my mind yet. And uh, friends know me off the air. They know, they know who I think it is. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see um, one step at a time. Anyway, this president gave you, hands down, universally, the dullest speech I've ever seen. Uh, so thank, thank me very much for watching it for you and not playing you sound bites of it and making you endure it here. <laughs> Th- thank me with every bit of gratitude that's in your person because I could have subjected you to that, and I chose not to today. And I hope that, I hope that's well received. Consider that my gift to you <laughs> on this beautiful Tuesday. And it is a gorgeous day uh, where I am. I hope it is for you as well. I'm having some fun with you. And I hope that that's okay. But I also hope that we can have some fun helping some kids that I've been telling you about. Go to domuchgood.com and see how you can spend 25 cents and save a child's life. Literally 25 cents will deliver uh, nutritious-based dietary outcomes for orphans who are dying at the rate of one every 90 seconds. Friends, you can help us. Domuchgood.com is the website. Domuchgood.com and help feed a child. $92 will guarantee that child lives for the next year. Would you help us now? Domuchgood.com. I'm Kevin McCullough coming right back.
5: We will never experience anything like this again in our lives. One, two, three, four.
2: One team had the longest winning streak in sports history. Twelve years, 151 games in a row. Inspired by the extraordinary true story of De La Salle High School. We were
5: never just about winning. We were built on families and our town coming together. Until... The longest winning streak in sports history is now over.
2: But when you lose more than a game... Danny! Go 9-1-1! How do you find your way back? People always ask
5: me what it's like to never lose. Today I am lost. Because it's not about winning. We got caught up in the hype, the glory, and the relentless pressure. That's not who we are. It's about
2: growing up.
4: Don't let a game define who you are. Let the way you live your lives do that.
2: It's about standing tall. When the game stands tall. A film about faith, family, and football. Starring Jim Caviezel. In theaters August 22nd. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Go to StandTallResources.com.
6: Hi, I'm eHarmony.com founder Dr. Neil Clark Warren. From the very beginning, eHarmony has helped Christians find their perfect soulmate. And I'm so proud to share with you that 565,000 marriages have started on eHarmony.com. Most of those marriages are between two dedicated Christian persons. After years away, I'm back as CEO of eHarmony.com, and I am deeply committed to the importance of maintaining a strong allegiance to everything Christian marriage stands for. Who you marry will have more impact on your happiness than almost any other decision you make. We promise to do everything in our power to help you succeed. Make sure you trust this sacred task to a company that accounts for 438 married members
4: every day. Go to eHarmony.com and get started today for free. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. And if you're a regular listener to The Kevin McCullough Show, you know that I spent some time in Israel this past spring. When I got back, I realized there are so many people that would like to go see the land of Israel. But I know that it's expensive and times are tough. So one of the things I thought I could do, just because I wanted to, was take some of the 1,000 photos that I took while I was there, distill them to about 400, and put them in a book so that people could see at least what I saw through the lens of my camera. I did not realize what a joy and blessing it was going to be to so many people. That's why we decided to offer it in the ebook format. Yeah, a photo ebook that you can download to your tablet, to your smartphone, or to your computer. And if you would like a copy of the Kevin McCullough photo ebook on his trip to Israel, titled From Shiloh to Shalom, all you gotta do is send me an email, kmcradio at gmail.com, and request Israel ebook. That's kmcradio at gmail.com. That's kmcradio at gmail.com.
0: Ladies and gentlemen I
7: think this voice is starting
2: He had a gift I Sing songs, write songs That's all I want to do His father had a plan God set you apart
3: son You're going into the ministry
2: I don't hear this call daddy wants me to hear His family had a secret You're about as close to the real thing as I've ever seen It's time to tell him the truth he has a right
0: to know who he is.
2: But only God knew his destiny.
3: Just want to work some of my songs. Nobody wants to hear your songs. You're a pretender, buddy. You are nothing.
0: The love of God seeks us in every situation. If He is in your dreams,
2: nothing can stand against Him. Starring Seth Green, Ashley Judd, Blake Rain, and Ray Liotta. The Identical. I was born for a reason. Rated TG rental guidance suggested in theater September 5th. See the trailer at theidenticalmovie.com.
4: Let's go to uh, William in North Carolina. Hi, William. You're on with Kevin McCullough.
3: Hey, Kevin. God bless you. How are you doing today?
4: Thank you, sir. I'm doing well. Appreciate you asking.
3: Okay, so I was taking you some notes while I was waiting on the line, and uh, okay. the last thing that you said... <laughs> And these are really notes. Um, the last note that you said, this president hasn't done anything uh, to run this country. Well, I, I got to correct you. He, he did run. He run the country to the ground. <laughs> so that's what yes. the, the first thing. Um, <clears throat> also, I am a 23-year veteran of the United States military as well. So uh, it, it's going to...
4: You're 23 years old thing. or you've been in the military for 23 years?
3: No, I've been in years.
4: Been 23 years. Okay, good. I wanted to make sure I heard you correctly. Thank you for your service.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, another thing that I want to want to go ahead and talk about is uh, back when uh, Bush Sr. So let's go and try and recap here. Uh, when Bush Sr. said, read my lips, no more taxes.
4: No new taxes.
3: No new taxes. Right. There we go. I'm sorry. Right. And, right. And what happened? And here we go. New taxes after that. But. Here's another one <clears throat> to to recap the whole thing, the whole subject that we're talking about. Uh, he did the same thing back in uh, when when uh, I was in Iraq. Hey, we're gonna go ahead and pull the uh, the the military out of uh, the the war by this time. Yeah. So so here you are, forewarning, warning, we'll say, you know, right. the enemy right. of what we're
4: doing. And when he I did that, history. William, when he did that with Iraq. I was on the radio screaming and hollering, saying, "That's not wise because what it's going to do is it's going to give an opportunity for terrorists to out, uh, outweigh you, and then they're just going to pop up and uh, take over." And lo exactly. and behold, what are they doing?
3: Hey, here's another note that I have, and I'll close with this one: uh, the the little leagues that I'm going to coach. I'm going to yeah. go to the other team now and I'm going to tell the coaches on the other team <laughs> what my strategies are uh when I play football from now on. Yeah. Maybe 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 that's we're
4: we're going to run it on first and second down every every set of downs the whole game. Yeah. We're <laughs> going to put it right in the middle and uh if you if you pack everybody right in the middle, you should be able to stop us.
0: <laughs>
4: All come. right. Thank you, William. Good sense of humor. Appreciate it. 888, because sometimes you just got it. laughing is be- far better than crying. Don't you agree? Uh, let's go to John in Texas. Hi, John. Welcome. You're on with Kevin McCullough.
1: Hey, I sure enjoy your show, and I uh, hope you pulled that pencil out of your head. I was cracking up over that. But, uh, <laughs> I didn't
4: say I put it in there. I said I was tempted several times.
1: That's <laughs> well, funny, because, uh, yeah, you, you don't get paid enough to listen to, to speeches like that. Uh, <laughs> no,
4: nope. Here's the truth. Nobody does. Oh my uh, I, you could poll every single radio host uh, on the dial today and ask them, uh, do you think you earn, you make enough money to really pay you for the trouble it gives you to listen to that fella? And there wouldn't be a single person that they would feel like uh, <laughs> we're getting enough. Well, listen,
1: I I, I, uh, I get a little frustrated sometimes when I listen to talk shows and that type of thing. And, and here's the thing. I, I, do you really think that this president has the United States best interest in mind?
4: You know, there's a lot of people that ask me that question, John, and here's what here's what I start each day with the assumption of. Uh, we live in America. We elected the people that are there. And as far as I'm concerned, what they have told us is they wake up every morning trying to do their best for the country. Now, I, I think it's easy to see fruit of actions over a period of time, and we've now got six and a half, seven years where we've seen you know what their what their strategies were and how it worked, uh, and and so uh, do I think that they have had the best interest of America in. The, I think I think maybe in their most uh, superficial emotions they would say yes, I've gotten up every day and tried to do my best for my country. Uh, the only problem is the only problem is is nothing they have done has been good for their country, and so they either have the most disconnected view of reality alive or they're not being honest what and example, one, one way point- or the other one is incompetency one is abject uh, um you know um uh, one, one is one is ignorant incompetency the other is just abject uh uh agenda that that they that they uh, you know ran into the ground with and so whether it's willful doing of evil or just being so bad at what they do that we got into this place, I think in either case they've deserved to be uh, uh, given the pink slips and moved on, and you bring in people that know what they're doing.
7: Exactly. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more about the fruit analogy. I mean, I think, I think if
1: you line up just the things that you talked about today, to me it's evident, and I've thought from the very start that this man does not have the United States' best interest in mind in fact. My personal opinion is such that I, I think he is working uh, at behest of the enemy,
7: quite frankly.
4: And yeah, and there's and I'm you know <laughs> there's a lot of people that say that, and I, in the past I've been hesitant to uh, to even let those people say that on the air, but then I then I realized when you start tapping everybody's phone, when you start going through people's emails. You know, the, the conspiracy theories just, they, they you can't dismiss them as easily anymore because the, the actions of their own administration are proving that some of those are correct. I'm Kevin McKella. Back in a moment. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough, and I've got to tell you a true life uh, story that happened to me over the weekend. Uh, the lovely bride and I were entertaining, and we had some uh, friends over. They have little ankle biters that are about the same age as mine, and they were running around in the backyard, and we were barbecuing some hot dogs and having some, just having a relaxing afternoon. And Amy, the bride of uh, the other couple, turns to me and she says, Hey, uh, my mom's been listening to you uh, on the radio, and she's been uh, telling me all about this my pillow thing. What, what is that all about? Said, in fact, my mom sent me on a mission to come over to your house today and get the real scoop. Do you have my pillows on your on your bed right now? I said, you want to go see? Uh, we didn't end up uh, showing her because we didn't have to. She had never heard my story, so I, I told Amy, as I've told you here on the uh, broadcast, that a number of weeks ago I got my first pillow from My Pillow. Now, Mike Lindell, the creator of My Pillow. Uh, had out of a personal sleep deficit in his own life spent once when he was 16 years of age, his entire paycheck, buying the most expensive pillow that he could find. And he found the same beef with that pillow as he had found with every pillow in his life up to that point. They go flat and they don't support your neck properly for you to get the right amount of sleep each night. Now, when I got my first My Pillow 12 weeks ago, I was a skeptic. I said, I don't think this is going to work. It, this doesn't seem to be all that fancy. And I took it out of the packaging and I put it on my bed and I let it uh, fluff up. And I came back about two hours later. And as it was sitting there ready for me to go to sleep, it held, cradled my neck in exactly the right support. And that night for the first night in months, I got REM cycle sleep. I had deep, deep dreams. And I have had that every night since for the last 12 weeks. Friends, I so believe In what this pillow does in my life, I went out and got one for my bride. We're going to give some for Christmas presents. I so believe in the value of this pillow and what it will do to your sleep. I even asked my pillow, look, if we get them to buy one, will you give them one for free? And they said they would. So get a pen. Here's your phone number. If you need better sleep, start with your pillow, because that's probably where it needs to be cured. 1-800-506-2641. 1-800-506-2641. 1-800-506-2641, one 800 and use the promo code KMC for Kevin McCullough. That's Kevin, Mary, Charlie, KMC, KMC promo code. And when you call 800 or you can just order online. That's much easier for a lot of people. MyPillow.com, and on checkout, use promo code KMC. But I will tell you, they warranty the pillow for 10 years Who warranties anything for 10 years anymore? They'll give your money back, no questions asked, 60 days uh, from uh, the moment you get it. Come on, try getting better sleep than you've ever had in your life. MyPillow.com, promo code KMC. We will never experience anything like this again in our lives.
2: One, two, three, four! One team had the longest winning streak in sports history. 12 years. 151 games in a row. Inspired by the extraordinary true story of De La Salle High School. We were
5: never just about winning. We were built on families and our town coming together. Until the longest winning streak in sports history is now over.
2: But when you lose more than a game. DNA! Go 9-1-1! How do you find your way back? People always ask
5: me what it's like to never lose. Today I am lost. Because it's not about winning. We got caught up in the hype, the glory, and the relentless pressure. That's not who we are. It's about
2: growing up.
4: Don't let a game define who you are. Let the way you live your lives do that.
2: It's about standing tall. When the game stands tall. A film about faith, family, and football. Starring Jim Caviezel. In theaters August 22nd. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Go to standtallresources.com.
0: I want to live my faith and give it all I have so that everything you say and do, more is due to you. Kevin McCullough, 888-589-8840.
4: 589 8840 Just going through my stack of. Uh, Oh, encouraging news for the day. Uh, Let's see. um, The Affordable Care Act now slated to pay for gender reassignment surgery. Mm, Okay. Uh, Let's see. uh, Iraq War vet was warned Waffle House wasn't safe for whites, gets beaten, needs brain surgery. Where's the press on this? Yeah. A rural Mississippi man suffered life-threatening injuries and required brain surgery after he entered the Waffle House uh, despite receiving a warning not to enter the restaurant because of the color of his skin. The severe beating occurred early Sunday morning around 2 a.m., uh, reports the Clarion Ledger. The injured man, Ralph Weems the fourth, a veteran of the Iraq War, and a Marine, is white. The altercation began about 1 a.m., When Weems and a friend, David Knighton, chose to go inside the Waffle House, they made this decision after a man in the parking lot diplomatically suggested that they should leave because the patrons inside were angry about the August 9th police shooting death of Michael Brown. Thus, the unidentified man explained the restaurant would not be a safe place for two white people. According to Knighton, Weems, 32, began arguing with customers. Not long after he entered the Waffle House, it's not clear what was said or what was in dispute. After the police eventually showed up, Weems and Knighton left. Uh, on the way home the pair decided to stop at a huddle house a similar less iconic eatery that dots the south a group of about 20 men followed them to the mostly empty huddle house parking lot security guard told everyone to leave however weems and Knighton found that some men had blocked their way witnesses described um, those men as black but otherwise could not identify them where's our post-racial president in the aftermath of the Ferguson case. Where's Where's our Where's our post-racial bringing peace to everyone? President, uh, two men can't go and get a breakfast at one a.m. Uh, because people are mad about the. You know, there's been more violence since uh, in in Ferguson uh, since the incident than they've had like all year. Pretty, pretty crazy. Okay, so, uh, yeah, Obamacare will now pay for your gender reassignment surgery. Uh, don't go eat at the Waffle House at 1 a.m. What else are we learning from uh, the news today? Medical dilemma of three-parent babies. Fertility Clinic investigates health of teenagers that helped uh, conceive through controversial IVF technique. <laughs> okay. Boy. Uh, two parents, one parent, three parents, 18 parents. What difference does it make? Uh, this is the state of the world we're in. Uh, we've got real things to think and talk about, to try to obliterate confusion on, try to amplify truth, to try to pursue clarity. We've got, we've got, we've got things to do. What I don't have time to do is sit and listen to mindless mumbling, uh, giving strategies away to our enemies so that they know how to respond to us when they are no longer surprised at the fact that we are after them or something. 888-589-8840. five eight nine eight eight four zero. Let's get back to your thoughts. Uh, Stefan is in Texas. Hello, Stefan. Welcome.
7: Hey, thank you, Kevin, for taking my call. Sure um, thing. I had a lot of stuff that that I wanted to talk about. Go and, for it. Uh, well, first of all, let's go to the speech. I had um, I was coming back into my the building I work in, and I seen the speech was on television, and I, I just caught one little piece that the president mentioned talking about. He's giving someone some authority to fire people if they don't do their job, um, and I was my thoughts to that is the the American people have the authority to fire those who don't do their job, and uh, <laughs> I think we need to use our authority, and start and, and and start to to rise up against this craziness that's going on in the world. Um, and I said all that to say this. I spoke to my father a couple of weeks ago. You know, I was discussing with him. He's much older than I am. Uh, I said, Hey, Dad. Uh, is there any you know, you're, you're, you've been around a lot longer than me. He's born in the '40s. I said, "Have you ever seen the world or our country in, in, this, in this disarray before? Is this, has this happened at some time?" And he said, "This is unprecedented." Hmm. And uh, I, just, I just shake my head when I've seen all the, 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 the awfulness that was going on in, in Iraq being a, 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 I'm, a, I'm an Iraq veteran. I have friends there.
4: Thank you for um, your that, service.
7: I appreciate it. You know, I have friends there. I've been to, I've been to the streets of Erbil. I've walked those streets. And that, that is a place where I've seen a mosque and a church right next to one another, and there's been no issues. And and for us just to abandon them like we've done is, is an absolute travesty. And then to sit here and, 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 and say what we're not going to do, I, I'm
2: confused.
7: I mean, our elected officials, whose side are they on? You know, it, it's a real confusing state. And and then the purpose, the purpose weakening of our military. I don't get it. I, I really don't. And yeah. uh, you know, I, I'll just you know I could go on and on, but I'll just be quiet because I still, I'm still in the service, and and, and you know we're censored. So uh, I'll get off there and just give let you. you know,
4: well, I appreciate Stefan. I appreciate your service. I appreciate the fact that you're serving now uh, as someone who's got a brother-in-law who's uh, in active duty. Uh, this is a difficult time to be in the military because things do feel very discombobulated and uh, disorganized. And to some degree, uh, it, it does. It starts right at the very top of the uh, food chain, so to speak. So, uh, and, I, and I appreciate uh, what your dad said because I, I kind of sense the same thing. Um, the lovely bride will frequently turn around to me and she'll say, Can it be any more messed up? And she's not talking about the ankle biters' rooms. She's talking about the world. Um, and now, as we're expecting this uh, new one, it's you know, it's something that's on our minds constantly. We want to leave this world a better place than where we found it. For them, uh, that's getting increasingly hard to do. And uh, you know, it's it's been a tough year, tough year, economic. And then on top of that, we're work we're worrying about physical security. We're- this is the Kevin McCullough Show. Coming right back.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I I think this
7: voice is starved.
2: He had a gift. Sing songs, write songs. That's all I want to do. His father had a plan. God set you apart, son.
3: You're going into the ministry.
4: I don't hear this call. Daddy wants me to hear.
2: His family had a secret. You're about as close to the real thing as I've ever seen. It's time to tell them the truth. He has a right to know who he is. But only God knew his destiny.
3: Just want to work some of my songs. Nobody wants to hear your songs. You're a pretender, buddy. You are nothing.
0: The love of God seeks us in every situation. If He is in your dreams, nothing
2: can stand against Him. Starring Seth Green, Ashley Judd, Blake Rain, and Ray Liotta. The Identical. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theater September 5th. See the trailer at TheIdenticalMovie.com.
4: And if you're a regular listener to The Kevin McCullough Show, you know that I spent some time in Israel this past spring. When I got back, I realized there are so many people that would like to go see the land of Israel, but I know that it's expensive and times are tough. So one of the things I thought I could do, just because I wanted to, was take some of the 1,000 photos that I took while I was there, distill them to about 400, and put them in a book so that people could see at least what I saw through the lens of my camera. I did not realize what a joy and blessing it was going to be to so many people. That's why we decided to offer it in the ebook format. Yeah, a photo ebook that you can download to your tablet, to your smartphone, or to your computer. And if you would like a copy of the Kevin McCullough photo ebook on his trip to Israel, titled From Shiloh to Shalom, all you gotta do is send me an email, kmcradio at gmail.com, and request Israel ebook. That's kmcradio at gmail.com. That's kmcradio at gmail.com. Kevin McCullough. You know, my business partner, Stephen Baldwin, has always been invested in his health. He's got a busy schedule, and it hasn't always allowed him to eat very well. But when Stephen came across a technology that turned whole foods into supplements without losing any of the nutrient content, he knew he had to take advantage of it. The result is called This Life Now, a line of supplements named for one of Stephen's favorite scriptures, John 10.10. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. God gives us eternal life, but he also wants to give us abundant life, exactly where we are right now, and This Life Now helps us achieve just that. So we want you to go to the website and try it for yourself. You'll get more whole food nutrients per day. You'll get more energy and better overall health, more time to enjoy the abundance God has provided. Would you get online thislifenow.net thislifenow.net or 844-592-5433 that's 844-592-5433 providing whole food nutrition in convenient supplement form that's thislifenow.net
2: work hard play hard listen hard the revolution with rhythm renewing my Of evil, the of the of the the
4: and the world's burning down. You got 10 Russian tanks rolled into Ukraine last night. President didn't mention them. Didn't talk about sovereignty of the, the Ukrainian uh, territory and, and what, what civilized countries uh, do or do not do towards one another. And there was a time when if a president just addressed something like that, it would it would put a little bit of a fear in, in the people that were doing it. But there's there's nobody, there's nobody that fears America. And I don't mean fear from the standpoint that they're worried we're going to torture them. I mean fear, we, they don't want to be on the wrong side of the greatest force for good that the world has ever seen. Deep respect. See, when America is feared, the world is safe. When America is seen as an equal or as a friend, chaos, utter anarchy and chaos. That's all. That's the only way to describe it. Eight 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 Let's go to uh, Keith in Mississippi. Hi, Keith. You're next. Uh, thanks for being here.
0: Yeah, Kevin. Uh, man, I hear you bashing the president, but this is it. You said 10 tongues rolled into our country the other day. You don't talk about them tanks that rolling into Iraq, man. This country never won a war, and they never will. The Russians leave in the middle of the day. The U.S. leave in the cover of the night, man. Quit bashing the president.
4: Uh, Keith, I, I can't comprehend what you're talking about. Start over again.
0: I said, you just said 10 tanks roll into what country? 10 Russian tanks roll into what country? Ukraine. Okay, you don't talk about the ones that are rolling from Kuwait into into Iraq.
4: What tanks are rolling from Kuwait into Iraq right now? I'm oh, you, not familiar oh, with that. You don't
0: remember the invasion, man?
4: That Say that, that again?
0: war, that's an invasion.
4: When we liberated Kuwait from Iraq, what are you talking about?
0: Hey, that's the worst thing they ever did, man, because this is how ICE is in that country now. You kill one man trying to save ten, while they killing thousands. So might as well y'all leave that one man that was killing ten. They did the same thing in Libya. Them might be controlling Libya right now. That's a big mistake.
4: Who did what in Libya? Please try to help me understand what you're talking about. You said ISIS is in the United States now?
0: No, not in the United States. In Iraq.
4: Right, we know that I that the Islamic State is in Iraq. We know that.
0: If they didn't get rid of Saddam, the, ISIS could never get to go into Iraq, man. And that was personal. Uh, I think that if
4: we had just helped Iraq stabilize itself, they wouldn't have uh, made it into Iraq either. Um, we, we've been completely Keith. We've been completely passive. ISIS grew strong because we did not take any position on what their activities were. We, we we didn't tell them no, so they said okay. That's how they that's how they got to be where they're at. 888-589-8840. Vera is calling us from Texas. Hi, Vera. Welcome.
3: Hi, my name is Vera, and I'm from Texas. And uh, Mr. Kevin, I have a question. Uh, Obama has sent in the fourth wave. appeared From what these things that I have I've kept up with, and he tried to I call it liberate the Yazidis. I have one question.
4: What a faith are they? And let me let me set this to rest, Vera. Okay. The firepower that we fired over there helped the Yazidis and the Christian. Most certainly it did. Kevin McCullough. See you next time.